Hey, 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 everybody. My name's Ryan Atkinson, and you are on the Business Cloud, where we talk tech, marketing, entrepreneurship, and more to give you the insights and stories from today's best founders. For tomorrow's best founders, we're at episode 50. Super excited for this one. We were able to welcome Chris Hall. He is the CEO and founder of PortalBots. Really great episode. Chris is an awesome guy, and we were able to actually log in remotely and control these robots, drive them around, shoot lasers at each other. It was actually an incredible episode and one I was super, super excited for. And I wanted to do it big for 50, um, and Chris really Really met he exceeded the expectations of like how fun it actually was uh, but listen in as Chris talks about uh, finding portal bots the traction he's gotten uh, what people are saying about it um, Chris is an awesome guy it's a really awesome episode uh, super excited for you guys to give this one a listen and thank you so much for making it to episode 50 with me I'm excited to keep on going with this uh, thank you so much let's dive into the episode and welcome Chris on I'm super excited for this. So, Chris, thank you so much for joining us. I'm super excited to uh, to do this with you. This is awesome. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Uh, to, to first kick us off, how I start every episode off is just ask a quick, fun question, if that works for you. Sure. Since this is like a gaming environment, what game, when you were younger, really inspired you or was like your favorite game growing up? God, I'm not sure anything inspired me. I had ADHD and that was undiagnosed. So I was just <laughs> doing whatever was sparkly. First game, Warcraft 2. Um, so that kind of gives an idea of my age. Loved the strategy, uh, cartoony graphics. Loved it. Played a lot of the Red Alert games. Just sort of an RPS fan. Uh, Diablo 2. So I guess that makes me a Blizzard fan. Um, and then I got into... Uh, what got me into sort of, I got a little bit of clan gaming in with um, Gaming Clan rather than any other clan out there, just for those who don't know about gaming clans, uh, with uh, Battlefield 1942 um, and then Warzone and that kind of stuff. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. And now, can you like take us through this? I mean, like, what's on my screen right now? What are we doing or what is Portal Bots to, to, to really kick us off? Uh, so PortalBots is kind of a new type of entertainment. Uh, people who are sort of doing the same thing call it connected reality. So that is, mm. you are currently driving a real life robot. I don't know where you are, Ryan. Where are you based in uh, in the world? I'm in Boston right now. Okay, so you're in Boston, uh, so East Coast. I am in Winnipeg, so don't let my accent put you off. I'm uh, Central Canada, like right bang in the middle, uh, north of North Dakota. So we're a thousand miles away from each other? I don't know. And you're controlling a real robot in real time with about sort of uh, 30 to 60 milliseconds of latency. So right now you're sort of looking around the play area, kind of get a feel of it. It is mouse and keyboard controlled um, and uh, it works like a first person shooter. So W will bring you forwards, S will bring you backwards, A and D will bring you side to side. you can see that you've suddenly driven sideways with yep. your robot. That's because these bots have mechan and wheels, which are sort of omnidirectional. Um, there is actually a mirror straight ahead. So you're able to go up to the mirror and see yourself in robot form uh, and be able to kind of, ide- uh, it's behind you. And now if you go under that arch in front of you, you'll be able to see a mirror. Uh, so hit W and you will go forwards. There you go. We're going in hot. Go. Okay. So what are the controls again? We got W to move forward. Yeah, same as a first-person shooter. So W to go forwards, S is backwards, A and D is side to side, mouse to look around, uh, just like an FPS, uh, right-click um, zooms in so you can do some sniping, uh, and then uh, uh, clicking your mouse uh, should shoot. There you are. I'll bring my robot up too so we can uh, – I'll go off camera for a second and bring my robot up uh, as well so you can kind of uh, see what uh, it looks like. This is so cool. So I'm coming up behind you. Come. 
Oh my God, this is nuts. I got to take a, a picture of this on my phone. Okay, keep going, keep going. I'm just going to change my color so you can identify who's who. And then we can shoot each other because they're laser tag robots. So boom, you're dead. Oh, destroyed. Okay. <laughs> so you can hit revive. Uh, so yeah, they are laser tag robots. Each, one, each one's got a sort of infrared blaster and then the other ones, uh, they've got sensors all over them. So you can um, uh, yeah, shoot each other. Um, we're doing obviously two player right now, but we can take groups of six at a time. Uh, and when we're doing appointments, I've live stream it too, uh, which means that we can have uh, up to 18 people per hour watching, playing, uh, interacting with each other. And um, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Awesome. How did you even like think of this idea as we kind of like move around the arena here? Like, how did you think of this idea? And like, how did this really sure. spark? <laughs> well, it kind of happened by accident, to be honest. I, um, uh, I started back in 2016, one of Canada's first virtual reality entertainment companies um, called the Portal VR. Um, got a Portal VR studio. We changed it to a studio and we sold alcohol and people would sit down and watch each other play. And I was kind of awesome. um, giving people uh, who weren't really into tech um, a sort of virtual reality experience. Uh, so I made it sort of really approachable. I had couches, people would take turns and watch each other play. And it was just absolutely phenomenal. We loved, everyone loved it. Um, TripAdvisor rated us in the top 10% of um, uh, event centers in, in the world, which was really cool. Um, oh. And we were getting some awards and stuff and it was great. And then the pandemic hit and being in an industry where you put something on someone's face, and then put it on someone else's face during a pandemic is not the best industry to be in. No. Uh, I also have a, a young son. So uh, we closed down that. Um, Winnipeg had some really big uh, lockdowns. So we, um, I became daddy daycare overnight uh, <laughs> and started sort of formulating the next, uh, the next thing. So I, I'd been doing it for about four years at that point, And I'd always thought of it as a three-year problem. So I was like, okay, what's next? And I was sort of umming and ahhing of what I should be doing. And, um, and I was thinking, okay, this pandemic is probably going to be here for a while. So if it is, what are we going to be doing? Socially distanced entertainment. So, um, and what can I do to entertain more people? Because I only had two uh, first two headsets and then I had four headsets, so much smaller groups. What can I do to entertain more people? Um, and I came across these robots. I, you know, I, I didn't build these robots myself. I came across these. And the original idea was um, they shoot uh, like little gels. Uh, I think they're called Zorbies. Orbies? Zorbies? Zorbies. They shoot like... Uh, gel balls at each other and my original idea was to have a um, gel soft type experience so kind of like airsoft but um, less powerful less likely to blind you more suitable for kids uh, people be run, able to run around and play these cool, cool games and then I came across these robots that shoot um, these they called Orbeez? I think they're Orbeez not Zorbies um, <laughs> and I was like well that looks kind of cool so they can be controlled by a tablet. And I was like, right, I'll set up this arena and we'll be able to have people come in and socially distance from each other with tablets yeah. and shoot at each other with robots. It'll be wonderful for Winnipeg. And then Winnipeg had massive lockdowns. Like we had yeah. the, like the craziest lockdowns in Canada. So people couldn't come into my arena. So I was like, okay, what am I gonna do? These can be controlled by a computer too. I wonder if there's a service that offers like ultra low latency desktop sharing. Is there a way that we can connect the robots to the computers? Um, and there was and I did it uh, and um, PortalBots was born. Um, so now I have an arena in Winnipeg and people are able to connect from, um, mostly from uh, North America, but I have had some people come from Australia. I've had people in Punjab and in India. I've had some guys in the Philippines, like um, mainly North American uh, customers who are um, uh, mainly B2B, business to business um, uh, clients, able to come in and try it and uh, connect their teams and uh, play laser tag. Uh, it's a lot of fun. That's really interesting. So a lot of your clientele so far has been B2B, not like B2C. 
I don't do B to C at all. I do Ooh, groups of six or more. And I'll tell you why. I started off by doing B to C. I thought it'd be a great idea. Um, but if you have six individual people connecting to six individual robots at the same time, using six different individual configurations of whatever computer or Mac or whatever they have, it also works on Raspberry Pi, apparently, um, then then what you've got is six people who probably haven't read the instructions on how to connect beforehand. Um, and you start off at four o'clock and no one has done it. By 4.30, you've got everyone in and they've got half an hour left and it's, and it's the worst. So mm. what I do with businesses is that I'm able to um, do a, a much, much better experience where people can all, um, they all get the information beforehand. They're all doing it as a teamwork activity. Um, and if you think about it, the pandemic led people to change the way that they worked. A lot of hybrid and remote workforces, and, and you know, people started working from home. The Great Resignation and so forth, yep. um, which is great. And then now, you know, pandemic sort of weeding off. But there are great benefits to having remote workforces, right? Which is all great. You don't have to pay for your um, rent of your place. You don't, you know, there are many, many benefits for it. That you know, people's work-life balance is much better. However, how do you provide culture, or how do you provide a sense of ownership to uh, your staff and community, and them to work team cohesion and stuff if they are all over the country? Like, how do you do that? Well, you'd have to entertain them or give them teamwork experiences or whatever. And the original way of doing that was the humble Zoom quiz, which yeah. at first everyone was like, "Yes, let's do a Zoom quiz," and now it's like, "No, let's not do a." Zoom quiz. It's so boring, so boring. And I'm just, I'm so rubbish at it. So there are companies that are looking for ways to keep their, uh, their teams together. And we've had all sorts of different ways of doing this. So you might have like a, a food tasting thing where you get a package of food sent to your team and they will do it together and eat food and talk about the cheese and, and whatever. We might do like yoga or baking or escape rooms. A lot of escape rooms that happen where you might tell yeah. someone who is doing the escape, you know, the person who works for the escape room who's got a camera on their head, you tell them what to do and you shout orders at them or whatever. And most of these experiences are sort of, you're doing something alone together. You're all sharing the same experience, but you're doing it um, separately from each other. There's not so much interaction. Portabots provides the interaction. If I shoot you, Ryan, you die, not in real life, hopefully, yeah. but <laughs> you die in the game and you have to do something to stop it. And this is a track, we've got scoreboards and everything on here. So this allows you to interact with each other uh, and it creates this great feeling competition. We call it building culture, but it's competition, it's brilliant. Um, and you're able to really bond with your team. Then people like watching each other. So we do these large bookings, um, 18 people per hour. Um, and uh, largest to date has been with uh, 66, 66 people in, in a four hour booking. No way. It's coming in, oh yeah, yeah with uh, Intel, which was so cool. They said it was the best, most engaging entertainment that oh, they tried to date. Awesome. Like just absolutely phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Um, we did a booking with Reddit, we've done um, Ubisoft um, and uh, uh, a number of um, other um, uh, things in the works with some sort of seriously big names. No one's tried anything like this before, so it's cool. And you know what's crazy about this? We're I mean, you're a one-man show and you're getting like Reddit. I mean, we, we are doing all of these things. But yes, currently I'm a, a sole proprietor, I guess, um, and uh, doing this alone. I have had sort of team, uh, a, a small team of people working with me at times, um, mainly students um, to sort of develop stuff in the back end. Uh, but currently, yeah, I, I'm a uh, one-man band doing this. Um, I hope that changes. I'm pitching next week um, with a view to, to expand on this. Yeah. That, that is like crazy. So like, what's like, I mean, what's the hardest part of doing something like this? Because this is a, like a lot of technology all in one. I mean, 
a one man yeah. show. This is super impressive. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really cool. I, um, I guess the hardest point of this, uh, oh, that's, that's a big question. Um, many different facets of answers. Uh, being a family man and uh, having a three-year-old who's sometimes sick and I have to rush around and uh, look after him. Uh, that's like, um, you know, that, that's a sort of challenge by itself. But in terms of doing this, Ooh, I'm really good at entertaining people. I'm really good at doing really fun, engaging entertainment. I'm really bad at sales. I'm really good at closing. When if you're a warm lead and you're like, "Hey, Chris, I want to try this out," I'll like, "I'm have a free demo." You'll, people will do exactly what you're doing right now, Ryan. Drive it around. We'll chat, and I'll say how wonderful it is, and you know, it's all proven and it's great. But cold, <laughs> cold sales, well, <laughs> the worst. Say to people, "Hey." Dave, you don't know me, but I have a business and you can drive laser tag robots. Have you ever wanted to drive a laser tag robot on the other side of the world? You know, people, people don't like that. So I put myself on a sales course, absolutely fantastic uh, course out of Calgary, 321 they're called. Um, and uh, so I, I'm doing that. Uh, ideally, I will hire up one day a sales guy to take the pressure off. And then I can concentrate on the fun part of uh, driving robots around, creating cool game modes um, and entertaining customers. Yeah, I mean, what is like, what's like the fun part for you? Or like, I have actually two. Oh, like, what's, sure. yeah, what's your background? Are you like an engineer at heart? Or... <laughs> no, no, I'm uh, someone, I'm a person with ADHD who has bumbled through my life trying to find what I want to do. Um, <laughs> I don't know how much I, uh, it's yeah, fair. let's go for it. Uh, let's go for it. I, um, uh, yeah, spent a lot of time not really knowing what to do. Did a careers guidance thing. Didn't know I had ADHD. Kind of switched off during this three-hour thing. Woke up and she said, you should do logistics. So I was like, great, I'll do logistics. So I spent five years in logistics, managing multi-million dollar portfolios, or pounds, I guess, at the time, importing yeah. wine and airplane food and all sorts of stuff and sort of being really crap at it. Um, and then uh, after that, I was like, I really hate this. My wife was like, you should do something else um oh you just alt tap so um i can kick you off and then yeah uh, sweet no 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 keep me on okay, I, I didn't back do that <laughs> cool. um so managing huge portfolios and um uh and, and not really doing very good at it my wife was yeah. like you should do something else you like so i was like talking to a friend and she was like you were good at geography you should do a gis degree so i was like great i'll sign up for a master's in geographical information systems and I did that and I loved it. It was absolutely brilliant, but moved to Winnipeg at the same time, obviously yep. from the UK originally. And then I found that uh, there were just no jobs in, in Winnipeg for it. So I kind of potted around doing various different jobs and um, uh, came across virtual reality. And that's where um, VR, the, the, the uh, VR studio came from. Um, and then, um, then came this. But what I found from the VR studio is that I'm a born entertainer. Um, and it's really funny actually, because when I was a kid, I did, as a kid, I was 14, 15. I did one of those, what are you going to do when you grow up? Draw lines, sort of, you know, <laughs> thinking puzzle things. And it said, you're going to be an entertainer. And I was like, what? I was at a really academic school. And I just thought, entertainer, that just sounds rubbish. You don't know me, this is horrible. And off I went doing various things. And it's, it's my absolute passion. So I at heart, I am an entertainer. Um, I um so people come in they race around my accent means that i can be rude to them and they think it's hilarious and <laughs> um you know we do the races and the battles and and stuff and people leave and you know um, we're getting five star reviews pretty much across the board right now um in terms of being an entrepreneur and having a tech business and not you know i have an obviously an obvious interest yeah. in tech 
but I am not, um, you know, I, my uh, programming skills, I learned a little bit of VBA when I was doing Excel <laughs> once, like, and that's pretty much it. So, I, you know, I understand sort of the back processes of what's possible, but I don't know how to do it. So, um, yeah, next steps for me will be sort of, um, I'm going to try and get some funding to develop the business, but uh uh maybe a tech co-founder at some point will join um and um uh yeah we'll we'll take it from there yeah i mean it is like i'm honestly like super impressed doing this like i had no idea like i kind of knew what i was getting myself into when i when i was like oh this sounds like fun but this is like a blast i mean it, it's a literal blast like uh, it, it is really blast. cool and when people think about okay i'm controlling a robot from uh let's say let's say it's a thousand miles i don't know yeah. uh, you're you're in america right so it's miles yeah yeah so um when you think about um, that, most people would think, oh, it's, the latency is going to be horrible. Like it's oh, yeah. going to be laggy like crazy. I'll have to click a button and it will trundle forward slowly. These robots travel at 13 and a half kilometers per hour. In fact, I'll show you. I, I think you're on medium speed currently. So let's just go. Oh, let's boost it off a little bit. Okay, here. so now <laughs> you're, in, you're in fast speed and I, I've still got you. Um, yeah. so this is fast. Press shift and you'll go 13 and a half kilometers per hour. Um, and if two of them crash into each other, which has happened before, oh, wheels, wow. break off, wheels break off. So if you take that ramp at um, full speed with a bit of a run up, you will get some airtime. Really? Okay. Yeah, do gotta, it. Give it I a go. Try this now. Give it a go, but only once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be respectful of the machines. Oh, that is cool. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So you can get a little bit of airtime. So I'm going to just make it slow again. Yeah, um, make it slow again. <laughs> I don't need uh, the powers. <laughs> you don't need the full, the raw power. There you go uh i've forgotten what the question was no absolutely. oh yes no 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 people would think people probably think there are two things that people come to the conclusion with one it'll be slow high latency laggy etc yeah and the, the actual answer is when you press it there is a there's a mild delay and that is mostly the engines warming up and getting forwards um in terms of uh the latency it's between 30 and 60 milliseconds and anything under 60 is impossible for you to um, to understand like to notice the other thing is like, people wonder why would i play portal bots when i could play uh, a computer game um and uh, you know if it's 30 yeah. bucks per hour why wouldn't i buy a computer game for 30 dollars and if that's if that's your outlook that's absolutely cool and you might not be you might not be my, my target demographic <laughs> but the thing is is if you put it this way if you had the opportunity to drive the mars rover on mars from your computer at home or play a simulation of it which would you do of course everyone would be like yeah i want to drive the mars rover i mean this is like this but it's instead of a 22 minute lead time between what you do like um, uh, and, and what you press and it actually happening and then knowing that it happened, this is instantaneous. And you're doing something, can, you're, you're connecting the world and the world is becoming better, you know, connected. Yeah. Uh, you're being, we're, we've done bookings where we've had people all the way across different um, uh, cities uh, in Canada. Uh, and one re relatively recent booking, we had um, the team of directors were it's a mining software company the team of directors were in brisbane australia and the the teams um that they wanted to connect with were in vancouver sudbury and uh calgary there it is um and they were able to through um i think uh, australians were uh, first thing in the morning and the canadians were last thing at night they were able to interact with each other in the same space in a connected reality type way um and really interact with each other and they were just absolutely blown away i was blown away too because i was walking oh, around these robots <laughs> knowing that one of them was being driven from australia like how crazy cool is that um yeah so so in terms of why wouldn't i just want to play a computer game 
it's really difficult to answer because once you've tried it, it's like, well, it's obvious. But when you haven't tried it, it's like, why wouldn't I just play a computer game? But it's just it's just a phenomenal experience um, being able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is really cool. And like it gets back to that B2B where like maybe B2C doesn't make sense. But B2B, if you can bring teammates together for like some sort of like virtual setting where we can do like teaming activities or fun activities. I mean, that's like a heck of well, a proposition. It, Exactly, exactly. And we do so, uh, races and battles, which is more sort of high octane gamer sort of side of things. I do another one where we, um, I put uh, objects into the uh, play area and they have to move it around as quickly as possible. And the next one is a Rocket League style um, thing where we put uh, goals in three versus three, uh, soccer, football, whatever you say, um, yeah. you know, knocking them around. Uh, <laughs> and that will really push the sort of teamwork um, building oh. culture working together type thing so i'm really excited to add that um also you'll you'll see that the um the arena is slightly bleak right right now it looks a little bit like an office because it's in an office uh, <laughs> nice uh, beautiful uh, uh brick wall but apart from that very officey um i i want to add some beautification to it so we're, we're going to do something with that at some point i've uh, got plans for that Oh, can you share the plans or is that like something? Oh, um, it'll just be more beautiful. Um, I, I, uh, I, I'm envisioning dystopian Winnipeg themed LED smoke machines and so forth. Um, I mean, I, an idea like this and a person with, with ADHD, um, one of the things that we're very good at is coming up with masses of ideas and what we're really bad at is honing in on the ones that um, will make the most sense and uh, be able to develop the business the best. Um, so I, I've got many different ideas that I'm, I'm keeping um, quiet about, but yeah. uh, there's a future in. But an idea I had last night is could you do like a haunted experience? Like if someone is driving one of these robots around, could you give this element of fear? If they had to drive around and find clues and stuff like that, could you do a haunted house type thing? Uh, with things kind of creeping in front of the camera or something. I don't know. But uh, for the time being, Rocket League is the uh, the next focus. That'll be super cool because, I mean, everyone, I, I, not everyone plays Rocket League, but everyone knows probably what Rocket League is. And like, that's yeah. a popular game. And like, this is the same concept. Yes, I'd probably call it Sprocket League or something else to make it uh, to, to make it so that I'm not. But uh, yeah, for those that don't know, it's basically it will be a three versus three uh, robot soccer game where uh, we'll have a real uh, soccer ball. God, I'm not quite there yet. I've been in Canada nine years and I still want to call it a football in the play area and uh, knocking it around and trying to score goals and that sort of thing. Yeah, it's crazy. So are you in this building right now? I am. I, why don't I go in the play area and then you can see me? Oh, there. Oh, oh, this is sweet. <laughs> there <Yeah>. you are. <laughs> no, there I am. Um, and actually, one of the things that I, makes it quite hard to do B2B is that these um, bat, uh, robots have a battery of about 40 minutes. So there's a lot of sort of hot changing of, um, uh, yeah. of, of batteries and things. Ideally, we'd have a, I, I see there being a sort of Roomba type um, thing in the future where the robots are able to self-dock, self-charge, uh, and then there would be less need, you know, if we could automate it in some way. But like, these are million dollar problems. So <laughs> again, one step at a time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And like, oh, yeah, you what, can see me if I raise my hands. You can there see you me. are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at the computers. Yeah. This is incredible. Like th this is honestly something like I, I have not experienced before. Is this the first in Canada of something like this? Where it's, oh, it's, like, the first, it's the first in the world. There are other type of experiences that do this kind yeah. of thing. Um, out of Saskatoon. So just a province away from uh, where we are now, there's a company called 54E Dev and they do a incredible game called One Shot Golf. Uh, it's an app for your phone and um, there are real, like uh, we call it like crazy golf in the UK. I think you call it tiny golf, small golf, 
pitch and putt. I don't know. Where oh. there's windmills and things like that. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know what you call it. Oh, mini anyway, golf. Mini golf. There we go. Mini-golf. There we go. <laughs> I was We've crossed the cultural mini-golf. divide. Um, so it is a machine that does direction with a real golf club and a real golf ball and a real live streaming camera. And then you on the app will determine which direction and how much power, like a golf game, but it's real. And then you will hit the golf ball into a... Um, um, off into the uh, area and then it's able to determine which hole it gets in the scores you get and then there are prizes and it's a freemium model it's super cool so in terms of connected realities in fact i think I, they may have coined the phrase connected realities um it that's sort of uh, an example of it there are also like those claw machines you can do a sort of live version of a claw machine and win actual prizes but in terms of racing robots laser tag and shooting um yeah this is this is the first um yeah so that's cool yeah. I mean, can you talk a little bit more about like the Canadian? I'm blown away by Canada right now. I've had, I've had a few that you're my third, uh, like Canadian entrepreneur in the past month. And sure. all the ideas are just incredible. Like they're super progressive. It's nothing that I'm seeing like the United States. I mean, can you just talk about the atmosphere right now in Canada around like innovation and like entrepreneurship and VR? Sure. Um, less so for VR. Um, I know that you had a VR guy um, uh, last month, um, so uh, you probably know much more about it than I uh, and I do. I'm, I'm kind of outside of that right now. But in terms of um, entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneurship in Canada, uh, I feel incredibly supported. Manitoba has a huge, uh, well, a really sort of um, uh, a growing, um, uh, I, I don't know, what, what's the, um, what am I trying to say? Um, kind of ecosystem of, of um, entrepreneurial ideas supporting that and putting funding into it and things um, and lots of um, uh, organizations out there aimed at supporting entrepreneurs so I am a member of North Forge which is a, a Manitoban um, uh, they do uh, courses they do uh, angel networks and um, uh, uh, co-working spaces and all sorts of things yep. like that and then I also did platform Calgary which is the Calgary version of it learning how to go from the original validation of your um, idea so working out if there's a product market fit how to do pricing how to and up up into how to pitch and things so these are sort of free programs that are put on and then obviously you uh, learn how to invest and the idea being that your business will grow you will employ people you will uh, in in um, in terms of Alberta uh, what they're aiming on doing is removing the emphasis on oil and gas and things being the um the predominant industry and and starting a you know, sort of tech ecosystem too um so uh you know that's what's going on I, I don't know how things are in the states but i feel that there are many opportunities in terms of grants that you can apply for um and um uh, support systems you can do you know and manitoba as a province is very supportive um it was just earlier today that i was uh, talking to a potential customer he was like send me some like um one pages and i'll send it to my you know team and we'll you know we'll do a promotion and you know and you know they call it friendly manitoba for a reason right there's um <laughs> i mean i don't know if have you ever heard of manitoba uh just north of north dakota i i have not personally but i'm from iowa which is right next to north dakota so like we're kind of in the same that same region same same but um yeah neil young neil young uh justin bieber's dad okay uh crash test dummies oh god i'm someone uh um various other portal bots i mean uh portal bots yeah yeah. (laughs) there's some uh you know some big things coming out of Manitoba um but it's a very supportive um uh place and uh yeah awesome 
Yeah. And it sounds like next week is a huge week with you for like VC funding. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I haven't pitched very many times before, so let's not go wild. Uh, it'd be a great experience for me. Um, I, I feel like I've got something here. Like everyone I introduced oh, yeah. to are just like, this is incredible. So uh, I, I, what I need to be able to do is sell it in a way that people are interested and they see yeah. a benefit and they see, um, uh, you know, it being a profitable business so that's uh, that's what i'm working on right now but yeah i'm off to uh, uniting the prairies which is a another one of these uh, great um, organizations that is uh, aimed at um, you know uh, supporting uh, early stage startups uh, in the prairies um, and uh, yeah i managed to get a place and we'll uh, meet investors and other entrepreneurs and very much looking forward to it yeah yeah and absolutely i mean when you come in the, the credibility of like companies like like who you mentioned like reddit i think intel I mean, these are like huge names that are already finding you. And like, I think that's like one of the most impressive things about this is like, you're literally a one man show. And like, there's so many people already coming. <laughs> I, I think I've been very lucky. I think my sales skills are uh, kind of rubbish. Maybe they like the accent, but I, I, I also think I've got a phenomenal project product. Um, well, you know, what I'm learning to do is, uh, is, is find a way of talking about and explaining it in a way that, that you know, people are yeah. like, oh, I, absolutely. I want to do that. And, you know, podcasts are a, a way to do that. So, uh, yeah, if any of your uh, listeners are interested and have a tech team and wanting to try something new, then they can uh, get in touch. I hope I can uh, send my details your way and they'll be able to get in contact. Oh, absolutely. Yes, that will Good. definitely be a thing. Otherwise, that's it. I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> and we're done. Got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We are actually kind of like winding down on time. Um, we, yeah, that actually is true. Um, so honestly, like just like a few more questions. I mean, sure. I mean, Go where ahead. do you want to take this? I mean, what's your big vision for this? I mean, let's think huge on this. Where? Oh, I think huge. Um, on this. I mean, what do you like ultimately want to do? Where do you really see this going? I have huge aspirations, even in the 30 minutes that I've played. Like this is sick, but I mean, you're the visionary. I mean, where do you want to see this go? Uh, I like that. Uh, I, I see a lot of growth. Uh, I think that when you can have a, um, a business that helps tech teams connect from anywhere, and it's not just tech teams, I just say tech teams, because it's kind of a techie business, but yeah. any team that wants to do it, if you kind of like gaming it and um, a bit of competition and, um, you, you know, strategy, strategy elements too, then this is, will be right up your street. Um, if you hate all that, then this is terrible for you. So don't, don't, uh, <laughs> don't do it. Um, but um, expansion, like I can, uh, when I first was looking into it and being like, oh, you know, this software works within two and a half thousand kilometers of Winnipeg. How many people will that allow me to reach? And then I looked up and I have a master's in geographical information system. So I plugged it into the map and it said 200 million people. And suddenly I was like, oh, wow, that's quite something. But actually it worked, you know, I've had people in Australia. So, you know, you can try this. If you've got a good enough internet connection, which is about seven megabit upload. And I think the yeah. average in North America is about 60. So like, you know, uh, most places are good. If you have an average-ish computer, um, it works on a 2011 Mac. Like it, it, it's yeah. um, then you're able to connect. So, uh, so I guess my customer base is quite big. Um, so there is room for expansion um, in terms of more bots. Um, there's def definitely uh, development needed to uh, make the onboarding easier, um, but that, that's a significant problem um, in terms of uh, development requirements. Uh, but um, yeah, more automation, uh, more game modes, um, and uh, I don't know. Like you've asked a question that makes my brain just go, "Oh my god, what could I do?" Um, There's so much. There is so much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when when the pandemic was stopping people from you know going out and going to conferences and stuff, people were talking. You know, I was talking to people, and they're like, "What if we had a conference where everyone met as robots and proximity of robot to robot meant you could hear this conversation?" And I was just like, oh, "What if?" What? <laughs> is that, yeah. is that, like, yeah. Yeah, how did this, I know this should, should have been a question way early, but how did this sure. like uh, idea like really spark? Oh, um, 
it's funny when i first tested this i was like i'm gonna <laughs> when i first tested this, i was like i'm gonna get my mum to try it she's gonna be the one to the best person to make me realize whether uh robots work from other countries um so i got my mum who was on a wireless internet connection she is a non-gamer she's in her 70s um and she lives in um deepest darkest Sh uh, shaftesbury which is very near um uh, stonehenge if you're familiar with that yeah, yeah. um and basically she was like it's very slow and laggy but it's kind of cool and i was like okay there's nothing here and then about three months later i was like come on i'm gonna try this again but with a with a connection um you know a winnipeg to winnipeg based connection with like um ultra fast fiber broadband yeah. and um when that worked and i was in my mate's kitchen and my mentor um was uh driving it around from her um uh, computer on the other side of the city uh and she was like chris this is really cool i was like huh um and then i yeah i, I kind of uh had a, a cbc um uh so our uh, canada broadcasting company i don't know if cbc uh they um, they did a, a review on it and um uh, you know i had some report like you know big name reporters in in winnipeg try it and they're like oh my god this is so cool and the more <laughs> that kind of happened i was like oh yeah i think i've got something here so um uh, and then like everyone i talk i've, I've never come across anyone who been like no Actually, actually, that's a lie. Uh, that CBC article thing I did, there were people, you know, the um, uh, keyboard warriors, a few of them were like, that looks totally rubbish. Go outside and play sports. Like, oh, you know, like, and I was just like, good. I oh, love it. Love it. Love reading those comments. So I got six, six bad reviews from uh, negative CBC keyboard warriors. But apart from that, everyone else has tried it. And everyone who's tried it loves it. Yeah, I mean, this yeah, I, I love this. This is really cool. I love like driving around. The concept, I think, is just super innovative. Um, and I, like, just last question, I mean, for sure. like, those young 20 year olds that like want to build something like really cool like this, I mean, mm -hmm. like what, what would be the first step that they should take? Ooh, uh, an idea is a good place to start. One of the things <laughs> I, I know a, an entrepreneur from, um, I kind of, uh, in the UK, he, he, uh, age 16 started a business and then sold, I think it's around 16 and then sold it for millions and millions and millions of pounds and made, made an awful lot of money from it. And, uh, I've always had sort of thoughts in my my head of oh we could do this we could do this and always saying going to my mate Jim and saying hey can you know what about this what about this and some advice he gave me is that ideas are free and whilst that kind of sucks um it, it is kind of true yeah. um and but there's a I, I will get to the point that you know this isn't just a negative thing to say that this is um uh having a great idea is one thing and saying to finding like I was doing to my entrepreneurial friends ooh, 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 we could do this PS if you could just fund it and just do all the hard work and I make all the money that'd be great is the thing so uh, you might have an absolutely brilliant idea but you have to have the drive and be okay with the risk and have um, the um, you know methodology to bring it to market so there's much more to it than just having an idea uh, having an idea is a definite start a crappy idea is not going to do anything but if you do have a good idea um, there's, a, there's an awful lot of stuff. YouTube's brilliant um, in terms of what do you need to do to get it to fruition? And do you have the skills to do it? You hear a lot of people saying, oh, there should be an app that does this. Do you know how to build an app? No, I don't, but I'll find someone who does. Okay, that's a $150,000 problem. So where are you going to get the money for that? How are you going to do it? You need to build a scope. And once you've built a scope, then you need to bring it in front of people who know about these things. You can't just go to an app developer and say, hey, build me this because they will spend $150,000 doing nothing and, you know, and sort of beating around the bush. So what would I say? Have a great idea, but don't have, you know, once you've got that idea, if you're serious about it, do the background work for it. So um, do some research. What do you need to do to get it to market? Um, where can you start? And once you've, um, yeah, once you've given that some thought, 
that, you know, reassess, is it something you can do? And, you know, my first business, the Portal VR, started off as a side project. Um, I found a space in Winnipeg that was $400 per month. Wow. I bought a virtual reality headset for $2,000. I bought a TV off Kijiji for 50 bucks. <laughs> uh, I got the internet, which was cheap. Um, and I had one headset, I had a couch, and we made a thousand bucks in our first day um what? through uh, yeah having a british accent and going on the radio and talking about vr and like if it's a novel and a new experience and stuff and then yeah just go out and sort of tell people about it and stuff but don't don't be too salesy about it that's another good thing anyway <laughs> I, I could go on forever but yeah um yeah start off in a manageable way uh don't be like i'm gonna get a five thousand square foot space in the downtown yeah. and it's gonna cost 80 grand per month in rent no you start small you test the problem you validate it look up validation that's a good one yeah. um yeah and um, learn from people who've done this before. And yeah, that's it. Is that a good answer? That was a beautiful answer. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. And our, just our final question then is just where can people find you? Where can people contact cool. you? Where can people check this out? Plug it all. Uh, this was sure. Uh, Portalbots.ca is my website, which is very beautiful, kind of talks about all that it is. Um, you can uh linkedin i love linkedin so if you're on linkedin you can reach out and connect there um and i like doing demos to companies with hybrid teams and remote workforces so if that's up your alley then you can do that let me kick you off just quickly yep. uh, and um um social media mostly portal bots uh at portal bots uh my social media is terrible if you like social media get <laughs> um yeah and uh, chris at portalbots.ca but yeah portalbots.ca will get you to forms to contact me videos of it in action um it's where the magic is yeah. awesome and chris like i said before this was my 50th episode i wanted to make it huge this was huge this was this should be a cake yeah and a it cake. Was, this was awesome thank you so much chris you were my awesome pleasure. those links will be below everyone connect with chris uh chris thank you so much this, this was really fun thank you oh it was my pleasure it's my first podcast so your 50th my first Hey, let's go all the way up from here. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs>